Hello and welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition. Hey, you got it Our... time that time, Tim. I was just going to say, I'm watching it over here, and the, by golly, Tim, you did it. <laughs> 10 gets you, he, wait a minute, 10, I was going to say 10 gets you 20, that Nick's zero made it in. <laughs> <laughs> or is it the only way that it made it in is me just saying it just now? Uh, wait, wait, let me, scrolling back. Scrolling back, scrolling. No. I'll it looks be good. good. Yeah. All right. Well, all right, guys, welcome to. to present sorry what <laughs> i feel like i'm in space balls over here oh <laughs> when is this happening it's now sir <laughs> all right so welcome to the funny science fiction podcast the live edition the podcast that helped darth vader write his parenting and child raising books there's a dad joke in there somewhere i can sense it are we wow mick i'm sorry just apologize <laughs> before mick gets here <laughs> Good evening, fancy folks. Why, good, good evening. evening, Mr. Casey. When will they be now? <laughs> well, now, sir. Except for when it's then. When and it's then. before we get into tonight's show, we need to say thanks to our show partners, River City Tees and Level Up Lightsabers. Get All out your right. Geisha fans. Tim, do you have the videos loaded? I do. I'm so and proud of you. And they're what? even ready to roll. Whoa! Whoa! With over 700 designs to choose from, River City Tees has something for everyone. Need some new nerd merch? River City Tees has you covered. Need funny or sarcastic designs? River City Tees has you covered. Are you looking for a new logo or custom design? Whether you need one or 100, River City Tees has you covered. With multiple colors and options for each and every design. With things to choose from like shirts, hoodies, phone cases, coffee mugs, and so much more. Be sure to follow River City Tees on Facebook and Instagram. If you do, you'll get the latest on designs and information about upcoming sales. River City Tees, let's make a shirt together. Yeah, and before we play the other video, I started, I, for all openness and honesty here, I showed john's comment and tried to comment on it you know while our microphones are muted in the <laughs> so here it is because uh, i'm smart if you're in space balls what does that say about the people you're surrounded by mm, hey hey john just take that w off the, off the last name that's what it says about you <laughs> some guy named nicholas stockbridge what? commented and said that it says we be jamming hmm. so you know that scene where they're like Sir, yes. we've been jammed. <laughs> yes, Barry. Oh, I got it. All right. Uh, that was one sponsor. I'm starting to agree with your wife, John. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> and level up lightsabers. Sorry. Uh, Nick just thinks he gets to announce it because he's the only one of us that actually owns one. But 
That's because he doesn't have a spouse or children or bills. <laughs> he has bills. He just doesn't have the other two. <laughs> the sarcasm is rolling strong out of John. John, you better run. I think she just left I, to kill him. Yeah, there's a three-second delay. Um, and uh... All right. Well, the links for our fabulous sponsors will be in the comments below. If Tim remembers how to do that, too. I would, but our wonderful <laughs> Facebook users reminding us that if we were to do a, a certain type of ad, like every other decent YouTuber, it would give us credibility. Hey, oh, what's up, George? Welcome. Yeah, to the but madness. do we really want credibility? No, really? I kind of like where we're at. I do use their razor on my mustache. So obviously, it doesn't work since you still have a mustache. So it was nice to have Nick on the show tonight. <laughs> Well, tonight we welcome two podcasters to our live show. Shannon Perry from the Oz9 podcast. Almost said Ooh. Nine Ounce podcast. Former <laughs> former guest. Former guest, former guest co-host as well. That's as right. well, yeah. So we interviewed her individually. And then, of course, she was a co-host with us for the Robin Curtis episode. Uh, she was kind enough to come on and put up with us. I mean, oh, help awesome. us out. It was because um, she wanted to talk to Robin Curtis. Oh, hell yeah. The only reason I do the show. I get it. We understand. And Fred says he's stuck <laughs> in a dark room. Speaking of Fred, oh, no. Carol, oh, scared, lost he's Fred. also our other guest here. Uh, he is of the, the head of Fred and Ending the Stigma podcast. Welcome yeah, to Fred. both of you. Hey, how is everyone? Good. We're doing good, Fred. I was going to say, there is just a floating head behind Fred. Yeah, that's a little creepy. There's two of them. So uh, before we jump into tonight's topic, I'd, I'd love for you guys to take a couple minutes and, and talk about yourselves, your podcasts, um, and so where people can find out more about your shows, what's going on. Uh, so Shannon, you want to start us off? Tell people about uh, uh, the Oz9? Or uh, nine ounce, however you want to go about it. <laughs> the Oz nine. <laughs> I, uh, 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 this is my Monday. This is this is what I do for a living. I talk, and I can't do it when I actually called upon to do it. But uh, oh, so I you've do... been you've been here before on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> I was here last Monday. Remember, Tim? Hey, look! I got some new. I got some new Funko Pops. <laughs> Whoops! That second part of the Monday of the month didn't actually make it to the uh, yeah. memo, but never mind. Um, so, hi, Shannon Perry, Oz Nine, uh, silly science fiction. This is our ship! Yay! Um, you can find us at https colon slash slash oz dash nine dot com. You probably didn't need that preliminary part. Do I hear a cat? That a cat? would be from me. Okay, I apologize. Good. Is Ernie feeling left he out again? He is. So I will I will virtually <laughs> include him. Oh, sweet. With his fancy sunglasses. Very cool. Very cool. I would actually let him in here, but he's a bubble. <laughs> he's a cat. Not said. Because well, he'll try to step on my keyboard and then bad things will happen. And he has a tendency to step on the power button on my computer. Hey John, speaking of the cat, can you distract him with treats, snuggles, <laughs> something? And uh Fred, tell us a little bit about your shows. Okay, so the head of Fred show has about 10 listeners, and I've been doing it for four years. 
So eleven. I just started again. So yeah, there you go. I was going to say, have you gained to ten, or had you exceeded ten and you're back to ten? Oh, I went to ten and I felt too successful, so I started over. Oh, okay. And rebooted the whole thing and just look at who's that? Michael Kimball. Who's this Michael Kimball? Is this Mick Manhattan? Is this his alter ego on this show? It's his alter ego. Yes, he thinks you look very thrilled, though. I am thrilled. I'm I'm always thrilled, except when I'm on his shows. I'm not taking you to the emergency room, John. (laughs) Ernie's getting a bath. Give Ernie a bath. I'm I'm not a cat person, by the way. But we won't get into that. I'm also not a sci-fi person, which makes no sense at all. Are you doing with the ET poster behind him? But. That, that's about characters, not about science fiction. But we'll get into this later. We'll get into this later because the Head of Fred show is a show that is pop culture entertainment, a little R-rated at times. But it's truthful, honest, fun, and funny, and all that stuff. My other show is Ending the Stigma, and Ending the Stigma is my new baby, which is uh, more of a serious side of myself. Me and Scott H. Silverman, and we come on and we talk about mental health, and we talk about drug addiction in a live format and it's changing now we got a new exciting thing because i now have a phone system hooked into my like a radio station a real phone system nice so so we're going to be able to take live calls from a 1-800 number where we could talk to people and try to do our best to either listen to them which is important and the other is to help them and and having been a been a part of your show both as a guest and as a, a guest co-host once with scott the important thing about uh, the ending of the stigma show is that it's open honest conversation and uh and scott is a nationally recognized crisis manager and so he he knows his stuff he's a former addict himself he's you know as he likes to say not a former addict he's a recovering addict um and he's he knows his stuff he knows exactly what he's, he's doing so he does, and he, he he has favorite quotes, too. We talk about it all the time. He always goes to, he likes to say, um, pressure burst pipes. He says it in every episode, and he doesn't even know he says it. So we're going to see if we can get him to change. But, yeah, it's been okay. Um, I won't say that it's enjoyable all the time. It's how tough. It's hard to talk about bad stuff every week. There's no positives. So hopefully we get some phone calls. We'd like to get people to tell us their story of mm-hmm. success and stuff. So that would be much better on my end because I'm the comedy side. Mm-hmm. And right. it's hard to be funny talking about mental health. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult topic, but it's a topic that needs to be done. And like your the title suggests, it, the, the stigma needs to end. Yeah, on all, so all those things. On, on all those things. Yep, exactly. So very cool. Where's Where can people find your podcast? So it's true. You can go to, you could either go to my website. That's venomstudios.com, V-E-N-O-M-S-T-U-D-I-O-Z.com. And you can find all my links there. You could also go to Apple, Spotify, all all the same ones. Wherever you listen, you could find it. And then we have YouTube channels for, do I have one for Head of Fred? I don't know. I don't even know what I have anymore. I have so many things <laughs> that I don't know. All I know is I need to find a let me let's make it more about dating right now. I need a woman who's marginally wealthy. Um maybe a foot in the grave is okay. Uh, you know, these are all good positives and listen they're out there. There's people in jail that have more dating life than me. 
I need her. Find her. Bring her in. She could even like sci-fi. Can she I, have Alzheimer's? And yes. Preferably. I just love the look on Shannon's face of, oh, dear God, what did I get myself into? <laughs> I'm just going to surround myself with cats to protect myself yeah. from Fred. You will be safer that way. Michael Kimball would like to know, Fred, if you're putting the funny in sci-fi. I'm going to try like hell. There you go. Very good. I have found that it's even safer when you are surrounded by cats if you then put them in costumes. People Perfect. stay even farther away from you. Perfect. I, yeah, and I'd like to say to Michael that you need to watch my show. <laughs> We're really trying to put the funny in sci-fi. <laughs> Actually, yeah, the Oz Nine not is watch. A very, Listen, that's the Oz Nine is a very good podcast. I strongly recommend Thank it. <laughs> um, I have en- I have enjoyed it greatly. Uh, so not only is is the, the Oz Nine Shannon's show, but she also does a couple of the voices inside of the show as well. Um, there's lots of different characters. It's uh, yeah, just. Go check it out. You can find it on any of your 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 major podcast platforms, and uh, it's a it's a good listen. You guys will like it. Thank it's you. not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Awesome. I feel right. at home now. <laughs> She's like they talked about me. I can be done. Okay. All right. So tonight we're going to talk about shows that aren't science fiction. Egads, we're a sci-fi show talking about shows that aren't sci-fi. How so, dare we? But there's a twist. But the plot twist. Uh, but we think that could be science fiction. So each of us are going to tell you the show that we picked and how we're altering the original show to make it something more sci-fi. Could be. No, I'm just gonna say no. It's going to be. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah. So Nick has declared it. <laughs> Nick has declared it as such. So at least with his show, it's not a maybe. The, the rest of ours. The rest of ours, it might be. Uh, let's see. Uh, I only listen to one funny, one sci-fi podcast at a time. I can be tempted to leave the current one. Hey, you know, at least he listens to podcasts. That's better than some other podcast hosts that I know. Hey. Yeah, I know who you're talking exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> and Drayton Allen's trying to get banned. Uh, well, unfortunately, he's kind of the head. Right, we, we can really ban the here. creator of the show. Can can we? So Deb and, and Drayton say hello, Shannon. So hello. Hi. Yeah, I saw I was waving. Did you not see me waving? This is waving. This means hi. I didn't get a hello. On so. the planet. I Just come. be happy with the hello. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said hi to me. I'm the favorite. And we, <laughs> we have a suggestion. CSI Miami. Adding Daleks. <laughs> so nice. Well, your, your intro has a bit of a Doctor Who feel there right at the start with the spinning and the it lighting. Does. I'm good. Yeah. That's my fault. <laughs> I, she's okay with it. We're we're good there. I'm a Doctor Who fan, so right as every sane person should be. Right. No, I now have a mustache as well. So awesome. I'm a fan of my wife, and she's a Doctor Who's fan. So that makes me, you know, by extension. All right, Nick, tell us about like your show. Tell us about what you picked and <clears throat> and why it isn't sci-fi, but why how you it apparently will be sci-fi. So I was thinking about different shows, and I was like. What are we missing in the sci-fi realm? And I picked the show Psych. It's if you're not familiar with the show Psych, it's about a fake psychic detective 
uh, Sean Spencer and his best friend Burton Guster, and they um, they help the police in their detective cases. But he's like hyper observant, but he has claimed to be what he isn't, and so he's got kind of this uh, hidden agenda on his own, and like. He'll he'll arrive to crime scenes and stuff before they get there and just happen to show up, um, and he. Uh, so the other thing is that I would love to see this in like outer space. I would love to see like a a murder mystery type show in space, but a little more on the funny side, along with it, and so you have. Like they could be going to different planets and like be the intergalactic uh, detective agency. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I can't comment. Why can't I comment? Uh, you have to do it. You can't do it from inside the studio. You have to have like a, a secondary Facebook page or, or YouTube page open. Oh, okay. So, so pardon me. Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. That's why I think. I think that's what we need in the sci-fi realm is some sort of a murder mystery episodical show that is also funny with really good chemistry between the characters. I mean, could you imagine if the murderer was actually from a parallel universe that came to kill someone? Well, that's usually what murderers do. Uh, yeah, so. murder. Imagine those murderers, murderers coming killing to kill people. people. Wow. What else what are they going stretch. to do? Make you a souffle? That 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 murderer came. No, just for a tickle fight. Just for a tickle fight. Oh, that's just an awkward murderer. <laughs> Our murderers don't seem to succeed very often. So. Oh no, Mick is asking for me. Uh, that does worry me. It, yeah. We don't listen to Mick. <laughs> we don't. We do. We do. Oh, Shannon's jumping in now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ability found, to talk. She found the talk button. We're just uh, we're just all gonna sit here on our respective devices, messaging about the podcast that we're on without actually talking to each other. Who needs to talk? We'll just put. What? I'll just keep putting the messages up on the board. Just. <laughs> It's the show within the show. Ooh, this is why we're is podcasters. Happening? We don't like to be on camera. <laughs> we don't have social skills. That's right. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, Nick, I, from what I was paying attention to and not being distracted by the comments, <laughs> I feel like it would work as a sci-fi show. But I would see, like, in my mind, I would see Spencer more as, like, a robot because... That would be just or even like a funky alien but mm-hmm. you know how gus is always like hey did you happen to, did you hear what happened to pluto right and you know in the show you could have like all sorts of crazy things happening on pluto kind of thing instead of it just being a pickup <laughs> line i mean it's his pickup line like hey <laughs> yes hey speaking of hey tim we were speaking of names before and i saw just in case pop up there yeah like were his parents even aware when they named him that (laughs) you know like justin it's like being named dick butkus you know it's it's 
somebody has to be aware of these things when it's going on. We were talking about that was off the air though, so it doesn't. Nobody knows what we're talking about. So uh, what what John was re referencing there? Just a second ago, Justin. He said, just in case, that sounds fantastic. Justin said, I actually wrote a space murder mystery entitled "Murder on the Orion Express," which that could be really cool mm -hmm. and something that could be really fun. Mick is apparently annoyed with all of us and would like us to stop commenting on our own show. Uh, if we don't comment on it, who will? <laughs> We're just trying to boost the algorithm, okay? And uh, another one of our guests has said that this episode is brought to you by reading glasses. <laughs> oh, wow. We all are wearing glasses. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, we that. are. How come I'm the only one with glare? How do you guys manage it so that there's no glare? I, I look like, away. I, I'm like... <laughs> Over an arm's distance from my computer screen. And she turns her brightness down. And I have bright lights all over me, so it's not enough to get the, off the TV. So so if I look up, there's a glare, but I have to like... I know, if you do like the, the, the head tilt, that then ends up making it so that your neck actually eventually pops out, and then you have a headache. But you don't know if the headache's from the show or from the angle you're sitting at, but whatever. I just keep doing this German Shepherd thing, like that. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Does it work every time this way? Did somebody, open a, did somebody open a can of treats? All right. <laughs> can uh, open it? All right. Kathleen. Before we get too horribly off topic, Kathleen, try to see what we can do to bring us back on topic with Golden Girls. Should I put my mustache away? It's, it apparently worked for Nick, <laughs> uh, but you have to keep it up there the whole time you talk. Oh, I like oh. probably do that. It, oh, it, you know what? Like, just you got to draw one on like the inside of your fingers. So you can be like mustache. Anyway, Timothy. <laughs> oh, I did not see it. That is fantastic. <laughs> it's just a very tiny mustache because my pen was running out of ink. But anyway, <laughs> You're all right over there. Uh, trying not to. <clears throat> trying not to spit my water all over the the um electronics. I hear yeah, that's it's a bad just an thing. Apple product, it's okay. You shush your mouth. Anyway, but don't shush your mouth. Keep start talking about Golden Girls, right? <laughs> so yes, I was going to take Golden Girls, and it's kind of a Golden Girls meets Invader Zim sort of scenario. That you have my attention. <laughs> that they are actually aliens trying to take over the world, except for <laughs> Sophia, who is the human protecting them. And also, she's been promised that when they take over the world, she gets whatever prize she wants because it's Sophia and how are you going to say no to her but I have decided that Rose is the robot so she's Gur. Blanche has just been distracted by the physical aspects of humanity <laughs> and Dorothy is the science officer <laughs> perfect <laughs> so the reason that none of their plans are succeeding is because Rose has gotten distracted by squirrels and tuna and cupcakes and all of these funny, silly, fluffy things about the world. Blanche has been distracted by the physical aspects of humanity and got distracted by the male physique. Sorry. Anyway. And Blanche, or Dorothy is trying to keep them on topic and it doesn't work. You're welcome. I like it. I think that works. It'll actually. work. Yeah. It'll work. That totally works. Yeah, I think that could go. It would work better as a zombie movie since most of them are dead, but. Um... <laughs> Betty White, because Betty White will never die. Yeah, if she died, we could finally get that Golden Girls 
protect that woman at all costs. You know, I'm glad you brought up Betty White because there's something later on in the show that we will be sharing with everybody as well. Oh, yeah. When you started into that sense, I'm like, how are you going to tie <laughs> Betty White in? Wait, <laughs> she, fits, she fits my dating profile needs. She doesn't have any kids. So you got Perfect. that for you too. Perfect. And she is literally older than sliced bread. Yep. <laughs> well, yes, yes, there is that. So. And do you know why she's living as long as she is? Because she used to be Betty Gray. <laughs> <laughs> because she's related to the Queen of England? No, because she defeated the Balrog and she was resurrected as <laughs> Betty White, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Jeez, Nick. You. Somebody <laughs> understands me. Yeah, your husband yeah, the guy that actually you. married you. <laughs> Thank goodness he understands me. I'm that just going to say, I got the joke. Thank you. And I was laughing. You were. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate it. I thought it was a very good joke. <laughs> Shannon's very supportive, and I do appreciate that. Thank you. It would have been funnier with a mustache. But... <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. If you Maybe you should draw up, one on your finger. <laughs> exactly. So, you know. <laughs> I do have makeup over here. I could just put a makeup mustache on. And I said it first, John. So, well, only because he's not on camera. So, all right. I would love to watch a sci fi Golden Girls where they're aliens. I think I that would be. I want like a revamped Golden Girls where now I... Betty White is Sophia. Yeah, I kind of want to hear the theme song of the Golden Girls, but more of a, a Red Dwarf vibe to it. Ooh. There is actually a version of the Golden Girls theme song on the My Little Pony movie soundtrack. Just that is all kinds of painful. Yeah, they, <laughs> it is. and what they do today with these songs. I don't know if anybody saw that. Who's the girl from the Queen's Gambit that has that new movie out um, where she transports from to the 1940s? Anybody seen that yet? No, I have not. It came out. Well, she does a rendition. <laughs> it's the number one movie right now in America. So, well, that it's can't doing be very well. That can't be Eternals then. No, it's not Eternals. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, that's. Uh oh, I'm ringing. Hey, that one eight hundred number is paying off. It is already. But um, she does a rendition. She does a rendition in the movie of Downtown. You know, the 60s song mm -hmm. downtown and she slows it down and made it really horror and really dark. And is it, it Anya Taylor Joy or whatever her name is? Yeah, I guess that's her name. <laughs> well, you said Queen's Gambit and I'm using yeah. Google because that's what I whatever do. Whatever movie she's things. in. And I can't think of the name of it, but OK, it, I got nothing. And listen <laughs> to the, the MASH song, that. too. I mean, listening to these songs. If you hear the whole songs, like the MASH song. Oh, this song is just so, super depressing anyway. Yeah, yeah it's, but it's it's actually called, what is the title of the MASH song? The suicide actual, is the pain. Suicide is Painless. Painless mm. is the name of the song. And it <laughs> is dark. With, yeah, for yeah. the show MASH. There are lyrics. Who knew? There's lyrics to <laughs> it. Really? Very happy, yeah. I always yeah. thought that was kind of a, I always got... I thought that was kind of a chipper theme song. You have yeah, just enjoyed it. It's lovely. But <laughs> <laughs> the lyrics are like, uh, yeah. The Office. Oh, yeah. 
with Groundhog Day premise. Yeah. Isn't that just working in an office anyway? Yeah. <laughs> That's perpetual work. That's called Monday through Friday until yeah. you retire. <laughs> what I do anyway. Uh, and yes, Kathleen's Squirrel. All right, Fred, tell us about your show. Okay. Seinfeld. I want to start by saying I'm a complete fraud. I'm a sci-fi fraud. Absolute sci-fi fraud. Fred the fraud. My fandom begins with Starship Troopers and ends at Star Wars. I am not into... First of all, I believe Star Trek is a boring, unintelligent show with the depth of the Brady Bunch on a spaceship. I never grasped the industry in any way beyond perhaps comic books. And I am a fraud and my name is Fred. So with that, I came up with something that's I think very you just much lost two of your 10 listeners. Yeah. <laughs> very much like, but I am honest. You did say I'm honest. Uh, I did say I, that. Yes. I do tell the truth. So the, oh, now they're making fun of the guy in the middle. Those cheeks are scaring the crap out of him. Well, you got to put on a little bit of rouge before the show. So <laughs> that right. brings, <laughs> brings out your, uh, your chin line. So originally I was thinking, you know, when, you know, third rock from the sun type stuff and sure. all that, because that adds a sci-fi. But I wanted to bring it into the Seinfeld era okay. and try to turn Seinfeld into a sci-fi and call it Seinfeld 2250 from out of this world. <laughs> so I come with graphics. And when I come with graphics, I like to include my guests that are with me too, Tim specifically with his he loves these toys. Now, I don't have a single one of these toys. I don't even, I don't see the joy in it, but let me digress. Okay. There's not a lot of needed in this to turn Seinfeld into this. I believe adding a Seinfeld element to it could be watchable. So we just got to change the setting. So 2250. So this is what I got. Jerry, the bumbling jester for the alien race Moronicons is sent to New York City to live amongst the Earthlings to learn how to make his alien race laugh. He's housed amongst past Moronicons who have failed. Kramer, who was banished for laziness, sent to learn how to become a hard worker. Elaine, banished for bad dancing and sent to learn Earthling moves. George, banished for consistent shrinkage, sent to conquer the water slash erectile <laughs> issue. So together they strive to be better and return to Moronicon. Okay. Is this working at all? Can yeah, you're work? doing great. I love it. I, I could. Would you watch it, Fred? Yes, I would. Because <laughs> it can't be less funny than the actual Seinfeld. So it's, you know, it it'll work. It will work. But I also have a tie in here now. So Jerry, you know, the Moronicon. He was allowed one single alien possession on Earth. So he brought his Cal L figure of his grandfather, <laughs> thus explaining why Superman is in every episode. I love it. No, I wasn't that's a good tie-in. See? I I did some homework today. A little <laughs> homework. Because I don't watch Superman. I don't watch it like she had commented on my E.T. poster. Now Tim knows I'm an 80s movies freak. 
mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm surrounded by it in my office here in my studio. But I didn't watch E.T. for the sci-fi element of it. I was watching E.T. for the characters involved. And that's where I get lost between I'm not on the level of you guys with the Doctor Who's and all this stuff. I can't get into robots and all that stuff. Just He's a huge fan me. of Doctor What, though. Right, Doctor. <laughs> He's or my mine is Doctor Who. <laughs> you know, that's, that's about as far as I go. Uh, okay. No, I think that's really good. Um, and I'm kind of wishing I would have sent you my show earlier so that you could have done some research for me, um, because <laughs> that's way more involved than mine. And the the non sci fi guy is probably going to show me up. So that's awesome. We got that. All right. That's okay. It it happens a lot. <laughs> You'll get used to it, and maybe Tim will come on the head of Fred show. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see. E.T. did have some really good characters and a great story. Um, Shannon, I, I forgot to get this up earlier, but she was That's trying okay. to encourage you to talk longer so that she didn't have to go anytime soon. I so. did not do any homework today, so mine's real brief. So That's absolutely fine. That's okay. So um, we have other things we can talk about after this. So it's... <laughs> We are we are by no means going to be done at at, at the thirty fifth minute, uh, even if even though we're at minute thirty three and a half, almost thirty four. <laughs> All right, so Shannon, tell everybody about Faulty Towers, and for those who aren't familiar with it, uh, give them a, a quick synopsis of what the original story, what the original show was about. Sure. So for those of people who know Monty Python, uh, Faulty Towers stars John Cleese, who is famously one of the original Pythons. Well, there was only an original Python. So Uh, but in Faulty Towers, they were actually in this place, in this hotel for, for to film a movie, I think, to make one of the Monty Python films. And they were all awestruck by how incredibly rude the guy who owned the hotel was he acted as if they were all just sort of burdensome and annoying and getting in the way of him running a hotel when they were actually guests in his hotel so Cleese loved him thought he was wonderful decided to base a character on him and thus came basil faulty of faulty towers it's it only ran for 12 shows there were two seasons of six episodes each and then they quit um and the main characters are basil faulty who is John Cleese, who is the brusque, annoying owner of this hotel, who is constantly aspiring to be in higher social circles than he actually is, uh, and who is very annoyed by all these just people that he thinks are sort of beneath him. Um, And his wife, Sybil, who he's afraid of, and then (laughs) some people that work there. uh, Polly, who is the only sensible character on the show, and Manuel, the... (laughs) terribly unfortunate character who now many people see as somewhat racist and anti-immigrant and that's probably not far off the truth but anyway that's the original show so i've decided to call my version of the show falling towers because they have managed to somehow find the only pocket of gravity in outer space don't mention the war that's right exactly (laughs) so uh I did one time watch a Faulty towers marathon and by the end of it practically had to be sedated because the show is so you're like you're constantly at this level of like stop doing what you're doing (laughs) (laughs) sit down shut up and stop making it worse but yeah so we've decided to call ours falling towers and it is uh based on the premise that this is a hotel that just basically floats in outer space and people stumble upon it stay for a few nights 
and then uh, float on to their next destination. But that uh, it is... <laughs> Someone wake up, Kathleen. <laughs> uh, it is wonderful and anxious. And I, I, I'm really kind of running out of ideas already because, like I said, I had no uh, research to do. But I have decided that Sybil Faulty is the AI because she seems to know everything, even when Basil's trying to hide things from her. So she mm -hmm. would be sort of the snarky AI who's under control of everything. Manuel is the super intelligent alien that they have invited on board their ship the the reason that he comes across as rather silly and foolish is because he he just doesn't speak human <laughs> and he's actually this vastly superior intellect that uh you know is just stuck trying to you know he's he's basically marvin from hitchhiker's guide and uh exactly thank you justin uh and, and I'm out of ideas. Anybody else? <laughs> Maybe you could. Could you work penile shrinkage into this? Oh, absolutely. There's got to be a hotel pool or something. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was in the pool. <laughs> it was cold. I, you know, this this is not a problem with which I am massively familiar, but uh, I, I'm sure we can figure out something. And Sybil, right. I understand that Sybil's voice when she hits that higher register is shrinkage. All on its own. See, all right, and that what's that's what makes it funny. Ta -da. Right you just made the funny. <laughs> you did great. You did great for yeah. someone who says, "I don't think I know how to do this." I, uh, so. <laughs> all day long, I was like, "I really should watch an episode of Faulty Towers right now." <laughs> I should say that I took Mick Manhattan's advice because I, before the show, I told Mick Manhattan. I didn't think I was going to do very well with my idea and that he told me, just go on and do what you do. Be funny. That's all he said. That's so all you can do. Yeah. You know, I don't want anybody to come on here and be something that they're not. <laughs> you know, I invited you. I invited you on here knowing you're not a huge sci-fi fan. I invited you on here because I know that you're big into characters and character development. So I figured anything that you picked was going to have to do more with the characters and how the characters got there than anything. It was exactly what you did. Yeah, well, I'm pretty transparent. <laughs> pretty predictable on some things. We'll take it. Yep. That's all right. That's good to be that way on a lot of things. All right. So, so far we've had Psych, we've had Golden Girls, we've had Seinfeld, and we've had Faulty Towers. <laughs> Thank you, Lot. Yeah. So I went, uh, uh, let's see, Maxwell's Mark. That needs to be a poster. Yeah, there you go. Or Manuel, rather, not Maxwell, excuse me. Uh, I went for a 1990s era sitcom uh, from ABC Friday Night Television. I don't think that was must-watch TV. It was called something. They called it something. I don't remember what ABC called it, but I think must-watch was on NBC. Family TV? I don't know. Yeah, it was something. Oh, it was TGIF. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was TGIF because it was on Friday nights. Uh, so the show that I picked is called Family Matters, which you might remember with Urkel. Uh, so uh, Steve Urkel. Okay, the... I was thinking Family Guy, and I couldn't figure out how that was on ABC. But okay, now I'm in. Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely, uh, yeah. So <laughs> slap. Uh, so yeah, so Urkel is the nerdy next door neighbor who's always kind of trouncing in on uh, the Winslow family and coming in, uh, even especially when he's unwanted. Until he's so... Stefan. Until he's Stefan for a couple episodes and was, you know, really super cool. And but so in, in my version, it's still going to be called Family Matters. 
because uh, Steve Urkel <laughs> is from the the planet Urkel. Uh, I was really original on this one. Uh, <laughs> see, John, again, I'm siding with your wife about taking the W off your name. Um, their last name is Was. You do the math. Uh, anyway, um, so he he crash lands on uh, on Earth outside of Chicago, and he's going to be stuck here for a while. But on his planet, they're all nerds. And he doesn't know how to behave any other way. And he doesn't understand boundaries, which is why he's always impeding on the Winslow family and coming in even when he's un, uninvited or asked to leave. He sticks around because he doesn't understand social constructs and boundaries. And he's here to learn as long as he's going to be here. His assignment from his his officers is that he has to um, learn human society and 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 why family matters and so he's he's trying to get in and learn as much as he can but at the same time he happens uh to fall in love with the daughter laura even though she's from a different planet <laughs> what are you giggling about over there <laughs> just a thought that it popped into my head so it's i'm scared it, it's mark and mindy okay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's Mark and Mindy, but yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking the little. Oh mermaid. yeah, goodness, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, you say that loses tail and gain legs, and <laughs> Tim, there's laws that prevent you from doing this. <laughs> Apparently, I honestly I had, didn't even think about it till he's like, yeah, it's Mark and Mindy. I'm like, no, it's not. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> you say that he falls in love with Laura, even though she's from a different planet. That's most <clears throat> relationships. Yeah. Well. Mm. Uh, let's see. The aliens have various eating habits. Inspiration from Mark. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> <Not> to... <laughs> a waffer thin. Waffer thin. Care for a meat. Okay. So, uh, even though apparently I have just plagiarized Mork and Mindy to the <laughs> worst and most horrible degree ever, without even really recognizing it, that's pretty impressive, actually. Um, it's a that... great idea for a TV show that they already did. <laughs> How about a blind woman falls in love with a weeping angel? Okay, I gotta say, Laz here is definitely onto something with this. <laughs> Laz, that scares the crap out of me, and I, yeah. I'm trying to think though. Okay, uh, yeah, no, yeah. thank you. A blind person would be in serious trouble. What? Oh, okay, that's the head. I was trying to figure out what kind of shiny pet you had. <laughs> Random floating head. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So those are our opinions on on shows that we could take and make into sci-fi, uh, even plagiaristically. So, um, <laughs> four of the five of us are be able to make it onto air. Uh, the fifth is going to be sued in, out of the universe before uh, the pilot even gets written. So, yeah. All right, so guys, just as a quick reminder, uh, before we move on to anything else, remind everybody again, where can they find the Oz9? Uh, you can find the podcast pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we have a website at oz-9.com. All right, and Fred, for the head of Fred, <laughs> the picture says it all. Okay, uh, and for those <laughs> playing the, the non-video version of this game, and there's the ending of the stigma. Uh, tell you what, let me. Oh, come on. I think I Fred needs two R's in his first name to really make Fred. the symmetry work. 
There's a lot of double letters in that name. He's Fred Dida. Fred Dida. <laughs> Fred Dida. Fred Dida. Fred Dida. And backwards, it's Dederf. <laughs> it's Dederf. <laughs> it makes me laugh. It, you also use the Derf thing, because so does my brother. The Derf. He is also awesome And my motto is, everybody loves double Ds. That's the motto I go with for the show. Hmm. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> So last Friday we were excited. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's like for the love of God, and and the deadpan shift. <laughs> the deadpan shift. I love it. So last Friday we were excited to bring you our interview with Armin Shimmerman, Quark from Star Trek: Next Generation and Deep Space Nine. We talked about his of Voyager, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. I missed that in the write-up. And, and Voyager. You're welcome. <laughs> and we talk about his time on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, along with other projects, as well as uh, the book that he has written. Uh, nice. He sent me a copy here. That is the second in that series. Yes. Nice. Uh, that is book one. Oh, that one's book one? Okay. Sorry, the second one's the one that came out last week. Right. Came out on Friday the 5th. Yeah. I was trying to be helpful. And... Uh, <laughs> And so Armin also answered some questions from people in our Facebook group. <laughs> uh, yes, I guess so. We are all doomed. Yes, there's not even it's not even up for debate. Are you and he right. answered some questions from our Facebook group, and we also got to really understand him and his characters a bit more. Uh, let's just play the video we got for him i was just waiting to see where you're going with this so i, I don't like, know where i was going with it just... and he's like and here we go <laughs> you just started talking the, the, to the voice of reason thing got to me it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah throw him off john way to go here has, we go has armin shimmerman ever played a good character or has he always not he's we got were... a good character he talked about it in the podcast he talked about it in the interview he did have one Tim had a theory about that, but it got cut out because we didn't really have a whole lot of like interaction and like his internet happened to freeze and he was just like <laughs> He looked like he was very, very, very detailly paying attention or focused paying attention. I thought to he, I was like, wow, he's he's really into my answer. He likes this answer. <laughs> or my idea. I'm like, this is great. And this then, I'm like, nope, we got something going out. on and all of a sudden <laughs> blink, there goes the screen. I'm like, oh dang it. <laughs> Anyway, here's the Armin Shimmerman promo. I'm your host, the proprietor, a sympathetic ear to the wretched souls that pass through these portals. Who said anything about volunteering? We can haggle over price later. Hi. I'm Armin Schimmelman, and welcome to Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Not really a bad character, per se, but he he's just very... Yeah. He's chaotic. Yeah. Chaotic neutral. <laughs> Chaotic's not a bad thing. Chaotic is fun. <laughs> 
is he a is he the type of actor that's always in costume type? No, no, no. no. But um, he did do. He has done a lot of Shakespeare. Uh, he's done over a third of it of wow. Shakespeare's canon in theatrical plays and stuff. And, he ta- yeah. teaches Shakespeare. Yeah. Tremendous Shakespearean scholar, so he really understands it. Don't quote Shakespeare to him. He will tell you you're wrong. He'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and if you pronounce his species wrong, he'll also correct you on that. And uh, what is the species, Tim? It's not Frangé, I can tell you that much. <laughs> it's Frangé. It is Frangé. <laughs> because when you're recording with somebody and you say uh, the, the species wrong, uh, a couple different times, and he politely corrects you a couple different times. You he tend to pay attention. You, t- you tend to again. pay attention the third time. So, how embarrassing! <laughs> it, it, honestly, yeah, it kind of was. Did Which you tell me that was just plural? And, and and was Nick nice enough to cut that out of the interview? No, no, he wasn't. <laughs> he cut out my Ferengi joke, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. Is one just the plural of the other though? No, Ferengi is just it's plural dumb. or I was trying similar. to give Tim an out, but yeah. I appreciate that and I saw what you were doing, but I was just gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna crush it along with Tim's <laughs> hopes and dreams right now. The one quote I took away from that episode was a quote that his wife told him was if you want to be the knight, you gotta put on the armor. And that's yep. why he that's why he wears the makeup. Hey, speaking speaking of wives, I contacted one, and my next guest is. Um, <laughs> and, uh, the only I, person we know who hates our show. And um, <laughs> yeah, so his wife said um, on Instagram that he'd be glad to come on my show, so he will be uh, on oh, the oh, head of Fred show. Wait, wait, wait. Are you serious? His no. wife said that oh. he'll be on your show. No, no I'm just. Oh, that would no. be hilarious. No, he's 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 messing with me. I'm just having fun at Tim's expense. Continuing to crush Tim. Since <laughs> everybody else is having fun at Tim's expense, friends is like Fred's like, yeah, I remember this story. Let's thank go you for inviting me on your show one and only time. <laughs> <laughs> and that was nice to have Fred. No, <laughs> you can still find that episode of the Funny Science Fiction podcast on the youtube channel and your favorite audio podcast providers and remember your subscription to our youtube channel is a major help so please don't forget to click like and subscribe as you watch the videos all right and this friday i'm so excited i get i like that i get to do the here's what's coming up instead of the here's what we just did i get to do the the next week and this is where the betty white comes in this is where betty white comes in we did not interview betty white but that would be awesome it's a connection though it is so this Very week, we have an interview with one of the most talented voice actors I know. I've personally heard him in hundreds of thousands of things. Literally, like he's got, it, it's insane. And he's a Michigander, which means we love him that much more. We have <laughs> an interview with the one, the only, play the video. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, Rob? I think so, Nick, but if Jack's black and Betty's white, is Marvin gay? No. Chief, mate, what do you want to do tonight? Hello, this is Pinky. A.K.A. Rob Paulson. And you, you genius people, are listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. No.
Yeah, so we're pretty excited to to have Sweet. Rob Paulson on the Funny Science Fiction Podcast this upcoming Friday. Uh, if you're already clearly, if you're familiar with Rob, you know that he's the voice of Yakko Warner. He's uh, from Animaniacs. He's the voice of Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. He's Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron. Raphael he's from Scratch and Sniff. Yeah, he's... Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and so many more. I feel we like can... we should just pull up his IMDb and just start scrolling for people. We don't have enough time to scroll <laughs> through don't. his IMDb. Honestly, it must be. Um, a, do you think it's um tough? Uh, I mean, something you might want to ask this person, maybe off the air or something, even. But I always wondered if they were aiming for something like to be on screen, to be an actor and stuff like that and fell into this voiceover work and then they don't get noticed as often until, uh, you know, I wonder. Actually, we've, the... we've asked that of, of a couple different voice actors, how they got into voice acting, if they prefer voice acting to on-screen acting. And actually, Rob is one of the ones that prefers voice acting. Yeah, he and really... it, it works. Out. One of my neighbors is H. John Benjamin. I don't know if okay. you know who yeah. H. John Benjamin is. From all the Family Guys and Bob, he's every voice on Bob's Burger and all that. Yeah. And he he says the same thing. He wasn't trying to be, you know, right. an actor per se. He always enjoyed the voice side of it, and it, yeah, it, it's been very fruitful for him. We like, found that with most of the voice actors that we talked to, that we've asked that about, they actually like not being noticed as much because they do get to have more of a normal life while still having yeah. their soundproof room that they could theoretically kill somebody in inside of their house and you they should just, just say, oh, become just recording they should just become an indie podcaster exactly. nobody will know who the hell <laughs> that's they are. where the big bucks are after <laughs> all <Yeah>. right <laughs> you know what i just this afternoon i was able to uh go to the grocery store and, and nobody noticed me it was great <laughs> you know in small town michigan that's a really hard thing to do so i'm really proud of you tim uh, you know, does that mean that you can just shoplift at will? <laughs> and I feel bad. That, Unfortunately, no. <laughs> I feel bad, Tim, that Kathleen called me out because that's a Jeff Dwoskin thing. You know, the, the name dropper. I, I didn't. Even, at least I was on topic, though. You know, it's not like what? I said. At least, well, we were talking about voiceover artists. At least I talked about a voiceover artist. You know. <laughs> One of the things that I super appreciated about our interview with Rob Paulson is that not only did he take time out of his busy schedule for us, he did so while using free Wi-Fi at a Starbucks. <laughs> As it's it's a good interview. Honestly, it's one of the funny, I think the funniest episodes we've ever had from opening credit to closing credit. Uh, Rob is a stitch and he's he's making one joke after another the entire episode, coming in and out of voices, doing, you know, um, yeah, I do it's... not recommend watching it with a full bladder. Just, just don't, don't make that mistake. That should be a game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because I know there's part of the interview where he starts singing in Carl Weezer's voice. Oh, and that I was don't hilarious! Know if you're gonna make it. I was not. I was not prepared for that. You almost fell out of your chair. You were so close. <laughs> I I don't think I have laughed that hard at anything that's been done on our show ever. Um, so if, if you're not familiar with uh, uh, Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron, I strongly suggest that after we're done here tonight. And, and Jimmy's uh, mom makes a really good. Uh... Yeah. If you're if you're still on YouTube, uh, please stay on YouTube for a moment and just type in Carl Weezer sings. W-H-E-E-Z-E-R. Carl Weezer sings. 
So I am you, hoping you'll have a some, frame of reference for Friday. Awesome. I am hoping that at some point Tim laughs so hard he falls out of his chair and he was so close. So close. It's gonna so, it's gonna happen. Challenge Tim. accepted. It's gonna happen. <laughs> you're gonna tip your chair over backward, you're gonna kick your mic stand, you're gonna make all sorts of a ruckus, and it's gonna be hilarious. When we're gonna see that shelf full of thing those things. Right, the funkos just go. <laughs> <laughs> How did you break your foot? Well, I was laughing so hard I kicked my desk. <laughs> I broke my mic stand and I got avalanche of Funkos on my head. So yeah, so we we've had we've had some really cool interviews uh, as of late. We've had some some great episodes on funny science fiction. Uh, Armin uh, was a true scholar, literally a true scholar and a gentleman. Uh, what a wonderful man to talk to. I've never and... been thanked for questions before. It was odd. It's nice. It was it, nice. Very it cool. made me feel smart and appreciated, and I yeah. need that in my life. It is good. It is good. That, that's a well. It's also a good sign that you're either learning or getting better. Like we all should be, every in every step of our lives. But it, you're probably becoming, and you don't even realize it. You're becoming a better interviewer. You're just learning from the steps, and it's a great feeling when somebody acknowledges it. Mm. Look at that dropping knowledge bombs over there. Yeah. <laughs> and I use the same three questions, and they're still like, that's a good question. Yeah. But are they saying it sincerely? I like Maybe how you not, just but... publicly admitted that to, you know, so they're, like, they're like, well, Nick's up. We can tune out. We heard this question before. <laughs> yeah, but they always have different and interesting answers to each of those questions no you only you only use one question repeatedly the other the other ones you you he's got like he's they're got interchangeable like five or he's, he's six got, questions that he switches out come on I call why does hot... nick look like he's in a rubber room like he's no pictures on the wall well, what's he's going been on part of the show long enough he's actually been institutionalized yes they're just letting him have an hour of computer time. Nick's got the hot sheet going, you know, five, it's six It's like a questions. day pass, only smaller and sadder. <laughs> All right. So, guys, hey, thank you, uh, Fred, so much for coming on. I appreciate you coming on and, and uh, putting your sci-fi pants on for a little bit. Actually, we're just happy that you're wearing pants. We're Space assuming pants. we're assuming from the waist up. Sorry. Uh, okay. Visible. Uh, and then Shannon, thank you uh, as well uh, for coming on. You you Dang. did awesome. Like I said, yeah. you were gonna you're gonna well, do just you. fine. You guys, thank you for letting me be me. Oh yeah. Well, there's no point in, in not having you be you. That's why I had you on the show because you're you. So, but uh, yeah, thank you guys very much. And and please, if you haven't signed up for a funny science fiction podcast yet, if you haven't uh, subscribed to our YouTube channel. Please take this opportunity to smash the subscribe button now. But, but please don't break it. Well, as long smash as the, it, it gently. No, if it breaks on 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 continuous subscribals, subscribal. That's not a word. <laughs> subscribals. Some some scrabbles. That's Michigan talk. No, that's not even Michigan. No, um, <laughs> that's just that's just that's old, just Monday. That's just old Tim's head on a Monday. So you know what um, makes me happy when Michigan State beats Michigan. <laughs> but almost as happy as when so anyway Thank you. <laughs> I wish I had that power <laughs> as long as Ohio State doesn't win we're fine uh, I, I think hey, he was just about to say that I know he was <laughs> I was just stealing his thunder so 
Uh, but thank you guys again so much for coming on. And guys, if you like I said, if you haven't subscribed to Funny Science Fiction, please go do that. And then when you're done with that, please go check out the Oz 9. Please go check out the Head of Fred. And please check out Ending the Stigma. Some very important conversations are being had on that channel and what Fred is doing over there with Scott H. Silverman. It's it's honestly, it's a very powerful show. A lot of very strong and important conversations are being had. I can't talk that show up enough and and what they're attempting to do. So please go give it your support. It's a very well needed. It's a topic. The topics that are being shared there, suicide prevention, uh, uh, drug addiction, alcohol uh, abuse, uh, all these different things where the stigma needs to come down around them so that people's lives can be saved. So, all right, guys, thank you very much. And yes, Laz, we are next level here. We make new words. All right. We're fancy. So Scrabbles, go give us some Scrabbles. Because that's right. what we need. We we don't even know how to end the show. So before we do anything this. else stupid, good night, guys. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at funny sci-fi. Or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the contact me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode.